Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Siddiqui Ramblings podcast. As the name suggests, the ramblings of the Siddiqui boys. You may have seen us on TV. I'm Basit Siddiqui. I'm Sid Siddiqui. I'm Umar Siddiqui. So hopefully you'll join us every week just to hear our general thoughts on uh, the world as it is and our little ideas about life in general. If you want to get involved, then feel free to. You can email us on thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. Right, let's get going. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Morning. How are we both? A bit sleepy. Uh, I'm good, yeah. But very uh, busy because uh, we're going away, obviously. Um, so, uh, yes, preparing for that. Have I got this? Have I got the other sort of thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sweet. That's flying out. Yeah. Mom and dad off to Spain. With Oshie as well, Oshie? Oshie's mm-hmm. coming as well, yeah. That's good then. So looking forward to that. Have you got anything planned when you're there, or is it just a chill out one? No, just chill out. Good, good. Excellent. Um, right. Sorry, I'm mid-sneeze. You know when you have that feeling that yes. you want to sneeze? Yeah. yeah. That's not going to happen now. It's not going to happen. No. Hang on, it's going. Yeah. No, it's gone. No. Oh, I hate when you don't get a sneeze. Yeah. It's horrible, isn't well, it? Well, I'm glad that you didn't because we're in the middle of doing something important. Well, that's why want... part of me was fighting it as well. But deep down, you shouldn't fight a sneeze, should you? No, man? no. Let it happen. Yeah. You shouldn't stifle a sneeze. I don't know why. Does yeah. a fairy die every time you stifle a sneeze or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> probably that's magical. Yeah. yeah. Is there any scientific uh, reason for stifling a sneeze? No. But you're not stifling it, are you? It's just not happening for you. Well, no, the sneeze I, I, isn't coming. No, no, no. I was ready. I could have made that sneeze happen. Oh, okay. But I took it back. Oh, you controlled it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The best one is when you actually, to a point that you can't and you have to somehow suppress it and you then put your hands in your front of your mouth, you try to suffocate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then it still happens, but then it comes through your nose and it's horrible. Yeah, it hurts, doesn't it? It hurts, oh god, I shouldn't. Especially, another time is that if you're eating something, you're a mouthful of something and sneeze comes. Yeah, that's horrible. That is the worst. And then you try to suppress it because obviously you don't want to spurt out through the mouth. And then it comes through your nostrils. Yeah. Yeah, so your spaghetti bolognese comes out. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) There is no way of keeping what's in your mouth in your mouth when you sneeze. Yeah. Yeah. And the force is incredible, isn't it? The pressure of... uh, the the air that comes with it, yeah, because your lungs are full of air, isn't it? So they there is, anyway. no, there is well, nothing I, better yeah. than a good sneeze, though. Yeah. Isn't yeah. Oh yeah, when pretty powerful. Yeah, it, sometimes you feel like that. Uh, perhaps you could do with a sneeze, mm-hmm. and then you tickle your nose in such a way with a feather or something. Yeah, or put something tiny in your nose uh, to tickle your um, uh, what are they called nerve endings or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and that's amazing feeling. It is, yeah. Especially if you if you bonged up with cold. Yeah. So you, you induce yourself to sneeze. I have done. That. I have done in the past. Yeah. yeah. I must have known that. Have you never done no. that? Yeah. Oh, Umar is brilliant. You, you must try. Okay. It's almost addictive. It is. It does. You like once you get into that like yeah. that stage. Yeah. 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 But we have a full box of dishes handy. Though. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I wonder what you used to tickle the inside of your nostrils because your nostrils are quite big, aren't they, Dad? Do you yeah, use like well, a label? No problem, really. Even my finger would do that. My little finger. Loubrush. But usually, <laughs> using something like a matchstick. Yeah, a matchstick oh, yeah, is yeah, a brilliant yeah. one because it doesn't. If you use the other end as well, mm-hmm. what the big end or the cotton buds on a stick? That's a good one. I've used cotton buds in your house. I hope you throw away those <laughs> cotton buds afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Right, anyway. That was, is that your pearls then? Is that your that pearls? That could be classed as pearls. That is yeah. sort of pearls, isn't it? How to like, how to make yourself sneeze, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next week, Dad will explain how to make yourself do other bodily functions. <laughs> yeah. There's no end to that, but let's not go there. No, yeah. we need to give it clear. So while we are on that pearl thing, you want me to continue with the, the actual pearl? Yes, please. please. Uh, because we, me and Umar were discussing who should go first, and I thought Umar should, but then now I'm... Right, there are, uh, there's one here, which is, I've been doing it for a couple of years, you probably know about it, and it's for people out there who are eco-friendly or ecoists. Is there such a word? Ecophiles. Ecophile. Yes. Ecoist, you're against the uh, ecosystem. Oh, yeah. You go around yeah, kicking my yeah, bases. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, ecophile. Ecophile. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Ecophiles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we made up two words, the ecoist and ecophile. Yeah, well, obviously, the ecoist as well, dear, then, if yeah. you're against it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sick and tired of it. I'm going to kick anyway. the frog. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Ecosexuals. No, I, I always had a problem. Uh, the slabs that we have in our uh, patio on uh, out there on the garden, um, they get really, really, really uh, dingy, horrible, and black color. Uh, and this is something that which sort of either is ingrained so much you can't clean it, even with high pressure jet, you need lots of force and uh, water to wash it so it always has a problem and no matter when you put brand new the following year you will see the change of color and if they be a few years they just become horrible mm-hmm. yeah. and i hate that so i've been trying all sorts of things and people say oh yeah bleach will do or some go to uh, uh, diy stores and get something strong and powerful and that uh, nothing works soap and water doesn't work uh, nothing works so i accidentally found out that if i uh, turn them upside down yeah and the worms can do the job for you. The worms and the insects. Insect. Well, worms mainly. Is the, it mainly worms? The, yeah, the log worms. They, they somehow clean it all. And that's what I tried properly last year. In, in fact, I turned some of them upside down last year to see the effect. Yeah. You probably remember when I did the patio, half was the right way up. The yeah. slabs were, which were cleaned, but not really that clean. Mm. Yeah. And the other half that I thought, this, so we rose up. About uh, there were thirty of them upside down. So this year, uh, I turned them up, and guess what? They have spanking new. They have clean, not spanking new, but they have made an amazing job. And you can even see where they've been round eating. There, there are lines of uh, really. They've been eating it away. Mm. So they get rid of all the algae and horrible stuff that you can that grows over on it, and yeah. you can't wash it up. So there's a tip for you guys out there. I, I mean, we've seen that firsthand, haven't we? Because we've yeah. seen Dad do that. And mm. when we did see the difference, I think they look really good afterwards. Yeah. I'm yeah. really yeah. impressed with them. I know it's, it's hard work and perhaps you don't want to be doing it every year. But if you feel like that you need to clean them up, that is the eco-friendly way of doing it rather than using bleaches. And Absolutely. Harvest. Good tip, yeah. yeah. You let the environment work for you. Absolutely. Mm. Um, right, Uma, do you want to use this? Yeah. That's a good tip, Dad. Yeah. I like that one. Just before Roma starts, we have called it pearls, isn't it? Sorry, yeah, pearls. So it's good pearls. I was thinking, is it to do with um, just giving tips? Then it should be just tips like I just said that. Your yeah, personal yeah. experience or you learn something from somewhere. But should there be some words of wisdom as well? But then I think if I give something like that, it may become cliche. Is that is that a good thing or are we... 
are we qualified or am I qualified to tell people? Based on your experiences, yeah, as long as you're not telling people to like give up their job and live on a desert island or something like that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Although you Although, do, yeah, you do I have look off, like a guy. I, I have some thought about it. About, what? Like giving up your job? Giving up, yeah. What, what's this all about? Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things you used to say when you were young, yeah. didn't you? What's it all about? What's it all about? That's quite, well, that was a dadism, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dadism. But everything that we have, all the stresses and strains of this life that we have, are self-created, aren't they? For example, you know, your fridge is packed up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you were living in a desert island, you wouldn't have a fridge. So that problem yeah. is not there. Oh, yeah. So just yeah. simple things like that. Most of the things are sort of created by ourselves or the way we live. And if you take that away, that way of life, I think most of the problems will go away. Most mm. of them, but at the same time, uh, de- an island will have its own problems, won't it? Like a seagull stolen my last coconut. Or yeah. Like yeah, or when you critically ill, say if you want a, a heart <laughs> transplant, then you may be a bit struggling a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and the <laughs> seagull thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there is something there to be thinking about, isn't it? Let's, let's lead a simple life and most of the problem probably will become simple. Is yeah. that why you haven't shaved? Is that you're heading that way? Yeah, that way. Well, that is part of it. Yes, mm. would you believe? You're looking more like Tom Hanks from Castaway each day. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not fully there yet, but I'm hoping once it's there, it mm. won't look as scruffy as it is. At the moment, it does look scruffy. Yeah. Dad's growing and, beard, guys. It and looks no matter like, how yeah. much um, soap and water I use in my face, it still feels the same that I'm scruffy. You can get yeah. beard shampoo though. Huh? You can really? get beard shampoo, yeah. And beard conditioner. Yeah. Really? I think it's Leaving just normal shampoo and conditioner, isn't it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. So. The reverse of the aftershave lotion, then, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've taken too much time. It's okay. You can never take too much time. Okay. Right, on the news us then, please. Okay. So, uh, the news today is um, from, again, from the Iron newspaper. Uh, I don't usually mention other celebrities in the news, but I thought I would mention this one because um, I think, Dad, this this one might resonate a bit with you. Radio hosts' day off worries fans. Don't know if you guys heard about this. Do you no. know about a guy called Nicholas Parsons? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I know of him, yeah. Yeah, he presents uh, the Just a um, Minute, for, just a minute just, on just a Radio minute, yeah. 4. Yeah. But radio listeners questioned whether it was the apocalypse as the radio show Just a Minute was broadcast Without his presenter, Nicholas Parsons, for the first time in 50 years. Oh, my yeah. God. So Parsons, who's 94 years old, has been on the BBC Radio 4 programme since its inception in 1967, but was absent yeah. from last night's instalment. Uh, when I say last night, this this news is actually from earlier in the week. Oh, did they say what happened? I hope he's all right. We got a, a number of messages from fans, um, and he says that Parsons was just enjoying a rare day off. Oh, so he just tripped fancy a rare day off. Which but I think he's entitled oh, to after, after, like after that, 50 years. But what made him think that he's, he deserves one after 50 years? That's the yeah. only thing I'm going to say. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. he loves it. Have you ever heard, uh, listen to that? No, no. It's amazing. Yeah, it's quite quick and fast. Yeah. They have to he, talk about a subject, don't they, for a whole minute? Yeah, without yeah. repeating. There's a classic saying, is it repetition, uh, hesitation, yeah. and something else. And they can't go off the point. And they can't really. go off the point, yeah. yeah. Uh, the yeah. best yeah. one is, um, that guy who can have a got news for you, um, Paul Merton. Sorry? Paul Merton, is it? Paul Merton, yeah. Mm. Paul Merton is brilliant, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's quite difficult to do, isn't it? Mm. I mean, we should give it a go on one of our podcasts. Yes, yeah, yes just yes. a minute, start yeah, yeah. talking about something for a minute yeah. without, without any kind like of hesitation, hesitation or reputation. Wow, I like that. Mm. That's cool. Oh, that's that's really interesting. Though. Fifty mm. years without having yeah. a yeah. day he's, off. Yeah, he's definitely one of the what do they call them? The stalwarts. Yeah. yeah. 
that's badass. Yeah, that's the that's that's, a, that's the work ethic, isn't it, of the older generation? I don't think you get that that's anymore. Really, no. uh, there's a combination of things. It's worth having a commitment to it. Yeah, that's the main thing. Is passion. Yeah. Bit like our podcast. I mean, we're doing pretty good. I mean, it's very rare that we have to say we we won't bother with our fans. We try. We do we try. We do try. Yeah, we do yeah, try. And we're not there, it, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not at that level, but no. I think our hardest part. But when we have had breaks, <clears> it's, been a big, it's been because of editing and stuff. Yeah, it? it's been yeah. difficult to get it edited. Yeah, yeah. some technical but, hitch. But we're doing our best because obviously you're off to Spain today, aren't you? Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. So we're making sure that we're, we're recording this early. Yeah. So yeah. it'll actually be out on Saturday, which is good. Right. Okay. So uh, today's Siddiqui science was quite a tough one for me, actually. Uh, I don't usually struggle with them because the today's topic is uh, the ghost in the machine. Mm-hmm. Which is all about when stuff breaks. Yeah. So I really wanted to find that on a grander scale. What I tried to do is take your topic and look at it on a grander scale. Yeah. I wanted to find some information about where stuff has broken and how it's caused calamity. So right. if you imagine like a nuclear power station breaking down yeah, yeah, yeah. or something in space, which I thought would be fantastic. But I didn't really know what to search. I searched for malfunctions. World's <coughs> worst. World's worst malfunctions. Yes. Can you guess what you got when you typed that? Like literally about the first 50 uh, results were world's worst wardrobe malfunctions. Oh, wardrobe. So it went through like loads of, you know, like awards and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what yeah. celebrities of war which were terrible and things like that. Mm. Yeah. So I was going to... Like do... Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl when her... Yeah, when her boot fell out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. I like that you remember that. I mean, that was like over a decade ago. <laughs> you big perm. <laughs> And Janet Jackson as well. What's wrong with you? I won't let you forget that. No, it was that. with Janet Jackson. Yeah, it was Janet Jackson. It couldn't have been that long ago. Justin Timberlake was there. Yeah, Jan- Justin Timberlake's pretty old now, mate. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'll remember that one for next time. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I can try and bring up Janet Jackson in every Yeah, podcast, moving on. Yeah, all right. all right. Anyway, so what I did end up finding was uh, just the worst products created. Uh-huh. And so basically pointless products. Mm. And so... Um, Samuel West has this thing called a Museum of Failure, but it's actually an act of celebration. So he's a collector, mm. and he's uh, found 51 of the uh, most failed products. His museum in the Swedish city of Helsingborg has uh, 51 failed products. So yeah. basically, it's just products that just never really took off. Mm-hmm. And as you can imagine, a lot of them are digital. Uh, one that st- sprung to mind was back in 2009... When Twitter was still relatively new, a company called Peak released the Twitter Peak. It was $200 that only accessed Twitter, something few people decided was important enough to buy. So, um. So it's like a handheld device that's just solely for tweeting. Tweeting stuff, yeah. Mm. And when you think about it, man, everything, the smartphone just does everything, doesn't mm. it? So any of those kind of devices became obsolete straight away, didn't yeah. they? Nokia dabbled with uh, something similar to the Game Boy. But it was just too phony based and no one liked it. Mm-hmm. You'll remember this one, Dad, or you may remember this one, and normally you'll have heard of it. In the 1970s, Sony's Betamax was viewed as the superior choice to VCR. It was faster and offered a clearer picture, but Sony's failure to capture the video rental market sent it scrambling for market share. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. But even that was short lived, isn't it? For, um, well, you say that, but we grew up with VCR. Yeah. VCR was huge for VCR us, guys. I, I read something interesting about the Betamax uh, VHS uh, battle. 
the only reason Betamax was unsuccessful was because all the major studios didn't use, they didn't advertise it enough yeah. for them to put all their films on Betamax. Mm. It's the it was a superior product. Yeah, it's the marketing. It was a marketing. Yeah. Similar to um, HD. Um, so you had HD discs yeah. uh, versus Blu-ray. And H high definition discs just died a death. So they were like the DVDs, yeah, but like a spruced up version of them, like mm. a high definition one. But they kind of died a death because they weren't marketed well. And then yeah. Blu-ray and Blu-ray players um, took over. Another one I came across on a different site was: Do you remember um, Pepsi's Crystal? Pepsi Crystal. Was that clear Pepsi? Yeah, clear Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> what are they thinking with that, though? Clear Pepsi. Clear Pepsi, mm, yeah. So basically you drink that. it, yeah. and it tastes like normal Pepsi, but it looks like water or water <laughs> lemonade. Yeah. yeah. What's the point? <laughs> so that one failed because it was really, what's the point? So, yeah, there are a few little insights into uh, the world of rubbish products and okay. pointless yeah. products. Mm. Um, I'm sure there's loads more. We could probably do a whole podcast on that. Yeah, yeah. it's a very fine balance, isn't it, between a product being successful and uh, a, a complete failure, isn't it? Mm. Like that one, the the Betamax thing as well. Yeah, but I think in the digital age, it's more of an impact because you spend a lot of money to make this. Yeah. There was one that I came across, which is the HP Touchpad, and it cost Hewlett Packard 126 billion dollars in total. Like to get it marketed yeah. and everything, and to build them and everything, but it was a colossal failure. It's basically HP's equivalent to the iPad, but it just a it wasn't marketed right, and it was a pretty inferior product in comparison mm. to mm. the tablet. Mm. But that's why I think technology is so difficult to it's get it yeah. right. Yeah. If there's a product out there that's just smashing it yeah. and it's marketed well, mm. then yeah. you. But often the say I don't suppose it. Um, it relates to technology or digital world because you have to be really, really clever to do something which is successful. But normally, um, the normal thing is it's simpler. It is the battery it is, isn't it? Something that you really meant. As long as it's simple and... Easy to use. Mm. Yeah. It's really successful. Speaking of which, actually, that reminds me about something pretty amazing that I saw yesterday. Um, I was in a meeting and someone showed me this... Really funky. You've seen Harry Potter. I mean, you're a bit of a Harry Potter fan, aren't you? Yeah, a bit. In the sense that you'll watch the um, films if they're on TV. Mm. There's this app called Zap Zap R. So Z A P A R, which is augmented reality. Okay. And basically, have you seen those QR codes? Those weird-looking barcodey type mm. things. And if you download an app then hover over them, it'll mm. bring up some information on your phone. Oh, right. Now, Zappar takes it slightly differently. It'll have a picture, and it can be on a website, or it can be on a piece of paper. Imagine a poster on the wall. And this one that I, sh- I saw was like of a kid smiling. And then, so you use this Zappar app, and if you see the app, you scan it on your phone. Yeah. And then what you're looking at is that picture then talking to you. Oh, and yeah. the way that it works, it's all done through augmented reality. So basically, your phone marries up with that. <coughs> code yeah that zappa thing and then it creates this thing and it was done by this company called enlighten but it was really impressive i'll have to show it you mm. but i think i imagine it as a teacher if that was in the lesson and you had like loads of posters around the room with loads of little videos and little yeah. facts and stuff on them the kids would just love that but it just looked really harry potterish and it kind of blew my mind yeah because in harry potter they've got those paintings haven't they that talk that talk mm. that yeah. always yeah talking which mm. i i think is really cool Anyway, God, we've gone off on quite a few tangents today. Shall we get started on the main topic then? Yeah, so it's Ghost in the Machine. So, Basi, uh, so you discussed technology, the f- where this has failed and uh, 
But we're actually talking about a technology that we've put, we've bought it, purchased it, it's in our house, but then something goes wrong. So yeah. it's it's all about that kind of stuff, ghost in the machine. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, um, listeners, ghost in the machine, I'm sure that's the term that people use when to describe when something's not right with a piece mm. of equipment, isn't it? I've always heard of it, it's a film, isn't it? No, that's Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, Ghost in the Machine is a term, isn't that. it? It's an album Maybe by the police as well, Ghost oh, yeah. in the Machine. Ah. Yeah. Are you still doing that thing where you're linking titles well, to... Well, I can. Oh. <laughs> I'm not consistent with it. <laughs> There's no album called Family Feuds. There must be. Okay, so today we're going to discuss when things break. So let's start with, when was the last time you actually repaired something? So... I had a go at repairing something. Dad's got his hand up. Yeah. I thought Dad would have something. No. <laughs> okay. Well, let me go first. Master go Laura put, put his hand up. Mine is very recent and is very poignant, as it were. Um, last week, my car boot stopped opening. Oh, wow. Um, you know, it's also central locking. Yeah. I went mm-hmm. to it uh, to want to lift up, put some shopping in, would it open? Oh, God. So I kept pressing uh, the, the on-off thingy, thinking it'll probably do it. Yeah. Nothing would happen. So I came home. I had to put the shopping in the back seat, came home and tried different key because I've got a spare key. I thought it's probably the keys or the battery is down. Uh, but that did the same thing. All the doors were opening, but not the back door. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh God, so I worried about it taking to the garage, blah, blah. You have to take to the the, the dealer as well to make yeah. sure because it's, it's, a, it's an original fault. As well. So anyway, I thought, I'll, this is amazing thing that I'll Google it, what the problem is. Yes. And this, it's, it's almost, Weird in a sense that Google is thinking about you. It just scares me. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I put in, um, I thought, how can I ask it? I said, uh, car boot lock, uh, broken car boot lock. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I said, can't open my boot or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I put that and then there was a lot of things, car boot uh, problems, etc., etc. And then uh, there was a video. And then I thought, oh, yeah, but they were showing other colors, so this is not. So I put the cardboard failure insignia. And guess what? In, as soon as I put in, the insignia come up. Really? And yeah. there was a video there, and guy was showing how to repair this thing. Oh, brilliant. It was sort of, it blew my mind. It's so simple the way, because I didn't even know what to do. Yeah, how to I wouldn't get. know what to begin. Yeah, so he, he started off saying, right, this is a common problem with these. This happens. Uh, because they wear, wear out the switch itself. Mm, the switch right. is gone, really. So you mean the switch on the remote or the switch on the... No, switch the mechanical off. bit, if yeah. you like. Mm. Okay. So he showed me how to do it. And it's quite simple. You open, obviously, your back door. And he said, first thing is, the big problem for you is, you can't do anything because the boot is locked. Yes, you can't get to it. Yeah, how do I do that? Uh, when somebody explains it, it makes sense. But yeah. a, a, a sort of cold death light, you just panic, think, well. And I was worried. I thought, I had to go to London. I thought, what if I need to change my tire? I won't yeah, be able to get a tire. Yeah, so I need to get. So anyway, he should have said, take the, open the back door, lay out the seat, back seats, climb in with a screwdriver, and flake underneath the thing to release the catch. Ah, so yeah, you can open it. Yeah. So, but you have to try a few times to get the catch right. Yeah, because it's quite thick, isn't it? It's quite yeah. metally and stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, well, it is. With the, if the lash comes, it just hooks into the yeah. thing. Yeah. And you have to really activate by mm. uh, doing that. So I, it took me a few attempts to do it, and I did that. And then you open it up, and then you open. And also, then he said you can buy this switch. The switch is shown as well, exactly, for the wow. main worker. 
And I was thinking how easy it made that job for me. Yeah. It not only showed me how to do it, how to get to it, what part to buy, etc., etc., where to buy. So I went on Amazon straight away and bought it there and then. So within half an hour, I'd done every preparatory work. For yeah. Mm. And when the switch came yesterday, I, I followed it through and I repaired it. Brilliant. That's wicked. Uh, Saved yourself probably a good... £150 the normal rate if you take it to the garage yeah. with the labour and the parts. And How much was the part that you bought? £20. So sorted, it cost you 20 quid in a bit of time. Mm. God bless you, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, well, YouTube and Google. Google is... Uh, yeah. That's how yeah. I And the chap who made the video. That's the thing, isn't it? It's the nice people who will make videos <laughs> on these things. Yeah, because you don't have to do that, do you? No. no. Yeah. You don't. This is called is a good German chap. Or something it's called. That's the name of the. Oh right, the, 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 I think he's a good German chap called Hans, but <laughs> that's not, the actual that's name of. I can't remember his name, mm. but yeah, he's uh, his accent is German and he's quite <laughs> quite likable character. Yeah. Well, you should subscribe then, Dad. That's very good. Yeah, oh, subscribe, Dad. There might be other repairs that you you need. Yeah, but often on. if you have a problem or you can't find something, if you Google it, just it's there. Yeah. I had a car problem not so long ago as well. Yeah. My side mirror fell off. <coughs> Although I think someone took it. Because it wasn't on the side where the cars, you know when I park on the street, it wasn't the side where a car could have clipped it. It would have been where a human had clipped it. And so I think someone stole my mirror. Well, just the glass bit or the whole Just the glass mirror. bit, just the glass bit, yeah. not the plastic mm. bit. So I had to, I didn't go on Google for that. I went to Halfords and said that I've got my car outside and told them what make and model it was and have they got the mirror for it and they go, do you need left or right? And then I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so left. Yeah, you said my left. left or your left. Yeah. Sure. They should say stage passenger left. side or driver's side. Yeah, they should do. Yeah. yeah, you said left or right. I was like, pa- I was like stage left, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was using fancy <laughs> TV yeah. terms. He's like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. You anyway. should have said, well, uh, when I take selfies, my left is much better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that helpful? Is that helpful? Yeah. <laughs> no, mate. Um, and then... I said, uh, he gave it me, and I thought he was going to fit it for me. And then the look of disgust on his face, like, you want me to fit this mirror for you? Yeah. Literally, all you have to do is pull the back off. It's like sticky, and then stick yeah, but it on. You say that all you have to do, if you don't know where to, where <coughs> to do it, yeah. the cars are the worst uh, things to repair, carry mm. out, repair, because everything is concealed, Yeah, and there's no um, clue to where to even start. Interior of the car is all cocked, it, isn't it? More mm. or less. Yeah. Wherever you want to do something, it's cocked. It. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you do? And you try to sort of ease it off and it's something breaks or the clip breaks. Yeah. See, yeah, I am apprehensive of doing stuff for the car. And even then, when I pulled the sticky off and then tried to level it up, I had to Mm -hmm. pull it off again because I did it a bit bad. Yeah. But yeah, I repaired it. I was very impressed with myself. good. And it's a bit different to that boot thing where you had to get into the nitty gritty. Mm. I was effectively just sticking something to something. Yeah. But I still repaired it myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got to say that it's not all smooth sailing once somebody tells you and you know how to do it. There's still bits there because when I tried to open some nuts, they were rusted. So obviously they didn't say how, what to do that. But you have to take the back bumper, um, the chrome rail, that's where the switch is. Ah. And because the water get into there and one of the nuts wouldn't just do it. I thought, oh, I hate oh, that. So I kept pers- persevering and mm. eventually did it. But things like that. Yeah. yeah. So what are you like at fixing things then? Are, are your repair jobs met with success more than they are with failure? I would say mine are met more with failure than <laughs> success. Do you want to you give an example? Up, you end up throwing it away. You end up throwing it away. Yeah. Like any time where I've tried to fix something like a kettle or a toaster they or a radio. 
They're quite ambitious products, though, projects, though. Yeah. That, I wouldn't know where to begin with. Anything digital and with little screws in yes. and lots of little wires, no chance. Mm. But something a bit bigger, like yeah. a vacuum cleaner, you could probably fix, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. You are absolutely right. It depends on the what, what you're trying to fix. Last night, again, I cursed. I thought, why, why is happening to me? <laughs> uh, I had that, <laughs> I had the car boot scenario, which I managed to sort it. And then for no reason whatsoever, my mobile stopped working. Right. It was fully charged. Well, it was half charged. And I came home and I thought, right, I need, uh, I needed it to charge fully for later on. Uh, so I put it, plugged it in, and then did other things as well. Went back to it, and it was dead as a oh, hey, when that happens. Hmm. And I don't know whether people can relate to it. It feels like it's end of the world. All the information yes, there, yeah. everything that you do, um, is there. Yeah. And it's no good asking Google what do I do now because it's dead. <laughs> you can't ask Google. So you can't ask Google. <laughs> say why? Because that's what I ended up doing. I said, well, I've got a spare phone. I can probably chain my uh, SIM into there, put it yeah. into there. So the spare phone was dead as well, so I had to charge that first. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I took the back of the spare phone. Could I do it? I just could not do oh, it. It's a Nokia. It. Yeah. And I, I thought, oh my. So I Googled it from the other phone, uh, from my laptop actually, <laughs> how to do, how to take the back cover off. So Google yeah. came to help again. And they showed me how quick and easy it is. It's a top right hand corner on the Nokia oh, digital. Yeah. yeah. And then you flick it and it opened it. Anyway, it opened it. So I did that, but then I realized the phone was locked, so I couldn't use that. <laughs> so last night, about three hours, I messed around so much. Um, eventually, um, for some reason, after pressing so many times the on-off switch, it came on, the phone. The original phone. Mm. Yeah, the original phone. Yeah, I found that with mine. And sometimes you have to press, like, the menu button and the power button at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's, like, a done thing, but I just keep pressing it, and I think mm. one of those buttons Until something there. works. Yeah. So we're kind of those kind of repairs, aren't we? Yes. But just to continue with that, just a little bit. I'm sorry, I'm taking it over completely here. But I thought I will probably, you know, sometimes if uh, a phone doesn't work, you take take the battery out, clean it yeah. up, put it back again, and they're probably out. So I'll do that with my normal phone, which is a Samsung. Uh, sorry, which is a Motorola. And I took the the back off, which is that easy to just slide it off on there. But underneath there. There are 19 little screws that you have to take them off no to get the battery. And I had no idea. I was trying everything. So I Googled again how to change a battery on Motorola and they showed that. So at that point, I gave up completely. I thought, yeah. no, this so is not worth it. But then uh, after that, trying, I took the SIM card out, etc., cleaned that, put that back in it. But it just came eventually. But I like that, that you said that twice now. I took it out and cleaned it. I can imagine when you did your toaster and your kettle. It was a case of like unscrewing something, blowing it, blowing it, mm. and then putting it back, putting it back yeah. together. <laughs> we always think that blowing will fix yeah. stuff. Yeah, we, yeah. Mm. maybe if I blow it, it'll work. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I have magic breath. They also advise you, don't they? They said switch it off for eight seconds because I remember when Wi-Fi wasn't working, and I read instructions somewhere that was from Wi-Fi people. Yeah, and they said switch it off and wait eight seconds. You're sitting there, one, two, three. Four. And eight is past gone, past yeah, eight yeah, yeah. Ago. But you still give more time, don't you? You give more time, yeah, just in case. Yeah, yeah, give another twenty seconds or something. Yeah. Mm. And then when it doesn't work, you go, well, like, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe really I need to give it exactly eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I did something quite good with a phone a while ago, which I was really impressed with. I used to walk around with my phone, and you know, like when um, 
prison uh, wardens, they walk around with a nightstick and twirl it, don't yes, they? Yes, yeah, yeah. I used to do that in my class with my phone, just twirl it around. Okay. And I, no, but then I started doing it at home. Yeah. Anyway, so I was walking around the house twirling my phone. Mm. Wasn't anything too fancy, but it fell out of my hand and landed in the toilet. Yeah. So I was, <laughs> I was wickedly annoyed, obviously. But then I found out through, I can't remember, I think it's through Google again. God bless Google. That you've got to try and soak the moisture out of the phone. Mm, yes. And the best way to do that is to take the phone and put it in a bowl of rice. Oh, right. Because mm. apparently there's some sort of osmosis occurs where it's sucking it out. Yeah. And uh, I yeah. thought this is old wife's tale. This won't work. Oh, but lo and behold, it worked. It works. Yes, yeah. yeah. But then obviously the danger is that you must start eating the rice. Was it cooked rice? By the way? It wasn't, no, yeah. yeah. But melted, why have you cooked rice for the first time ever? <laughs> <laughs> Just eat it, honey. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never had that rice with rice and mobile. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, repairing, I mean, you guys have mentioned the phones, but pre-phones, things, I always remember from my childhood, things used to break and it, whether it was me who caused them to break yeah, or whether things likely. were just more breakable. But some people really like to repair things, don't they? Mm. Yeah. So, um, did you ever take something apart just to try and put it back together again? Did you ever watch that show with James May where he actually oh, takes yeah. things apart? He did a, a clock, didn't he? Yeah, he's an old phone. Yeah, he did an old phone, yeah. yeah. Because there are some people like that. Some people really love to know how things work. Which is good. And they'll take them apart. Well, that's the only way sometimes to learn how things work, isn't Mm. it? To take them apart and then put them back together. I'm just thinking it's time where you uh, refurbished that Beetle. You must have known everything there was about cars. Because you just almost did an autopsy on it, didn't you? That's what it is, isn't it? It's an autopsy on it, and then you just rebuild it. Deconstruct, isn't it? Like, yeah, and then do that. Yeah, reverse engineer. Mm-hmm. How therapeutic is that? Brilliant. Obviously, there are some moments very stressful when things don't go together. Yeah. Uh, but when you've done it and it works, yeah, it's uh, elation. I can imagine when you used to turn the engine for the first time, mm. like Frankenstein, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. It's alive. It's alive. <laughs> yeah, it's alive. Yeah, exactly. That must be a pretty good feeling. Yeah, it must be a good feeling. But I think that, if, I mean, if you want to have, you buy something new and if you're worried later on that it's going to break, as soon as you buy it, whilst it's working, just like take it apart <laughs> and just see like how everything is put together yeah. and reassemble it. But uh, have you noticed on some of the things you said that if you remove this, the warranty, the warranty is no void. void. Yeah, so yeah. perhaps that's not a good idea mm. and everything. But certain things you won't be able to. I mean, no. the car engines these days are just forget it. Yeah. I wouldn't even know where to look. Where you, to start. you can't with a lot of stuff nowadays. That's the sad thing. Like you couldn't really take apart your TV now. But back in no. the day, you probably could oh, have God, figured yeah, out yeah, what yeah, to do with yeah, your TV. Yeah, and like uh, your headphone, your Walkman. Walkman, your, yeah. yeah. I think when everything was a little bit more analogy, you could. Do you that. could do, yeah. When yeah. everything was like moving parts, yeah. There used to be proper people, um, TV repair technicians, mm. um, but you don't see any of the old shops repair TV yeah. repair shops. Yeah. You don't see any of that. Well, it's for two reasons, isn't it? It's because A, the part's too difficult and it's too intricate to get into mm. it. And B, the cost of getting something similar or something a little bit yeah. less. It's, it's, not it's, not, it's not worth yeah. the hassle, is it? So. Which is a shame because uh, looking at some of the time, I mean, we're sitting in front of a, a TV right now. Look how amazing that is. Piece of. But if it didn't work, you would just throw it away yeah. because you can't repair it. Just, yeah. uh, 
sacrilege almost, isn't it? But it's also it's stifling that um, trial and error creativity <coughs> in like younger people as well, I think. I think so. I think there's definitely an element of that. Mm-hmm. Like kids who want to explore and try and fix stuff. Because Ruzza, uh, Ruzza reminds me of Ruzza was here last week as well, um, our other brother. He was very much like that, wasn't he? He would uh, try and build stuff or like try and repair things. Yeah. From my childhood, were you like that as well? Were you a poker and product? Not really, no. The one thing I used to break the things that I used to try and fix. Yes, I remember. What I remember from you fixing stuff was stuff that you'd broken already. Yeah. And one that springs to mind is remember the joypad, the joypad, the, the... N64 joypad, mm. where you had a makeshift repair of it. Oma broke this joypad on our old computer games console, and it was the first one that had a little mini joystick yeah. to it. And to calibrate it and keep it central, or we use like a rubber band to keep it central, mm. so it wouldn't veer off to the left or right. So I think you felt guilty for breaking it, yeah. or just wanted to play your game, so mm. you tried fixing it. And I don't think I really opened it that much. I just thought, yeah, that joystick keeps on like popping to the left corner, so I just put a rubber, rubber band on it. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Ros would like, he was quite inquisitive like that, mm. yeah. and I think that that stifled in uh, the younger generation. Yeah. Now, how do you know that that's something that you like doing? If there isn't the ability to do it. Yeah, if the things that you bring into your house are just that advanced technologically that there is no point in taking them yeah. apart. Yeah. You'll still always have your stuff like uh, wiring a plug. Yeah. Or changing a door handle or something mm-hmm. a little bit more physical. Yeah. yeah. But there's other things that are just too intricate now. Yeah. Too difficult to do. Okay. So, but do we know someone who can fix anything and is there as a go-to person I'm sure, like, there have been times where things are broken that I've given them to Dad and say, hey, Dad, try and fix this. Definitely. Dad, Dad would be my go-to person. Yeah. But as, like I said, as technology's moved on, it's, it gets mm. more and more hard, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it yeah. depends what it is. If it's purely mechanical, part electrical, mm. I could probably do that. But you're quite right. I wouldn't even attempt to look at a, a mobile or a Xbox or anything yeah. like that. Mm. Well, like in um, <clears throat> Peppa Pig... Grandad Pig is the one who fixes everything. Yeah. And he fixes a PC. And I'm like, how does Grandad Pig know how to do that? <laughs> How's he learn? He should be able to fix old things. Yeah. But he's like, they take a, he can't play his chicken game on it and he breaks it and then yeah. he fixes it. So I was like, really? very impressed with Grandad Pig. Mm. Grandad Pig reminds me of you a bit. Uh, yeah. 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 He tastes quite porky. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the stomach bit. I think it's the grey beard bit now. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Yeah. I remember dad, um, Ages and ages ago, there was a mechanic that you used to take your car to. He was in Spondon. What was his oh, name? Yeah, Ron. Him, Ron. Ron, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was quite a genius when it came to the cars, but he had yeah. like a quite an unorthodox way of fixing cars. <laughs> That's quite cool. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. He was a very, like, he was a boffin, wasn't he, almost, like, with yeah. cars and stuff like that. Well, that's what happened. You become an expert, isn't it? If mm. you start something early, especially yeah. with cars, anything to do with mechanical fixing. Yeah. So. What would you have a go at fixing? So we've always said now that maybe TVs and mobiles and computers are too advanced. Mm. But there must be some things that you would still have a go at fixing. I'm looking at that fan. Uh, there's a fan behind bus. I'd have a go at fixing that if that broke. That doesn't look too complicated. Yeah, I think a fan you could you could do, definitely. Um, I'm always uh, into lawnmowers and yeah. garden equipment. Yeah. I think it's because gardening is done outside, so you still have this... Uh, Disillusion that outdoor equipment is still a bit old school, mm. Mm. but I don't think it is. Like that no. lawnmower I stole off you, if that ever broke, 
I don't know what I'd do. I have had to turn it upside down and blow the grass out every now and then. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's fixed it. Yeah. But that thing, that thing cast iron, that is. That well, it, it depends what breaks, obviously. The, the body's not gonna break, it's the bits that would make it work. A motor, for instance, or the blade in your case, the probably. Yeah. You wouldn't know how to change the blade yeah. if it doesn't work. Yeah. Or the cable is uh, cut that you were telling me the cable the other day. That was right, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I cut the cable on my strimmer. Yeah. Can you change that for me, Father? I really need you to do that. Because Amelia's birthday's coming up and it's that one time of the year where I have to make the garden look nice. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the strimmer that I gave you? No. No, you didn't give me a strimmer. It's the orange looking thing. Oh, know? I've got that. Have you got yeah. that? Oh, I thought what happened to it because I had a strimmer. Somebody gave me that because they got rid of the garden. They got rid of the garden. Yeah, well, they got rid of the grass. Ah, right, the grass, yeah. Right. You might think, why do I need a trimmer? I've got artificial grass. Yeah, no. You have got artificial grass. <laughs> <laughs> it's at my house that I did my, uh, that yeah, I rent. Yeah. yeah. I'm terrible for fixing things because I just haven't got the patience. I'm like the kind of person who buy a new Hoover just when the Hoover bag is full. I'm not that bad. <laughs> that guy, yeah. yeah, but you're getting to that point. But I'm getting yeah. to that point. Because now, I mean, Household appliances, are, they've not really gone up that much in price, have they? No. I don't no. think. You pay a bit more for your TVs and your music systems and game systems. Yeah. But your rudimentary stuff like microwaves, uh, kettles. Definitely. There's no fries. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. The only one I would disagree with is the Hoover. Because we've got pets. So we've got to get this fancy schmancy suck up pet hair mm. Hoover. And if that breaks, I'll be heartbroken. Yeah. Because it wasn't cheap. Mm. Hoover is definitely one of these things. Familiarize yourselves with the working of a Hoover vacuum cleaner. But yeah. then again, you you'll be hard pressed to repair it. it Not to be. repair it, but the maintenance of it, yeah. because apparently there's a lot that you should be doing to your yes. Hoover to keep yeah. it up, yeah. to, to keep to keep it nice yeah. and fresh. Yeah. That goes with lots of household appliances. A dishwasher is a classic one, and yeah. washing machine. Mm. If you don't clean them thoroughly. Filter uh, them, filter yeah, them, filter yeah, them yeah, uh, yeah. Put the put the chemicals in there to clean them. Then things go wrong. Mm. I remember when uh, in the old house, when I first moved out, that happened. The washing machine, and every time I washed my clothes, there was just like a puddle inside the washing machine. I was like, "Why is it so like full of water? I don't understand yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on." And then Mal read all the instructions and said, "Yeah, you've got to like drain drain the filter." Drain yeah, the filter, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, it never happened again. Mm. Which is good. Yeah. There is, um, it's interesting you say this about servicing your own machines and maintenance because at work we obviously work with analyzers, automated equipment, and you, you have a weekly service on them. Right. But, and a lot of them aren't too dissimilar from what's happening at home. They're things that heat things up, keep things cold, yeah. mix things. And you're thinking, well, we never do this at home. Yeah. But yeah. just buy a new one. Yeah. Maintenance is a very important thing because, the um, the reason that, um, Air travel is so safe and secure throughout the world. Yeah, it's because the standard of maintenance meticulous. Mm, they have to do everything by the book, and that's the reason. And it's it, that proves it. And all the safety checks. All the safety checks, mm. and they don't they don't cut any corners. They that, don't. That whatever is written down, they have to follow that. And then it makes me laugh, and it shouldn't make me laugh. But like we'll all just casually get into our car, and off we go. How many of you like maintenance check your car when you're going out to work? In the yeah, morning? no, you no, don't. Yeah, you yeah. just like take for granted that's mm-hmm. going to work. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because the car, like a couple of seconds in, you'll know. Okay, hang on. This ain't yeah, right. The things that, that you're unaware of that they're not working. Certainly, the lighting system at the back. If you don't yeah. know if there's any no. indication, come up. Mm. That's the tires is another one. How often yeah. do anybody actually check 
it always seemed, oh, I only changed them last year, as it were, or exactly. last few yeah. But yeah. That, that's... And then if you hear a noise or you see a bulb flash on your car, then you'll stop. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. You don't just go out and check. The mm. brake pads is another one. Yeah. How often do anybody, I mean, I'm terrible. I can feel that the metal to metal is coming on any yeah, minute the now. The, the... <laughs> yeah, there's that churning noise, yeah. isn't there? That's a good point to get changed. But you don't, do you? You don't. Nobody does like a inventory of like, yeah, check, check. Everything's like my toaster is. They don't like check to see that it's still toasting. Yeah. Stuff. Because you no, know, if, yeah. if there's something wrong with it, you know, because a you either got no toast yeah. or all your toast is burnt, isn't it? I take it to an ev- like a bigger level, which makes me like sound like a right lazy shit. But uh, we've got uh, <laughs> our oven at the moment. Yeah. And our oven, the heat is coming out of the oven. But the lights stop working inside it. Yeah. So I'm just cooking stuff in the oven in the dark. Mm. And I'm like, is it cooked? Is it burning? So I have to keep opening it to check. Yeah. I just yeah. like every now and then I'll shine a torch in there as well. <laughs> It'd be so simple for me to like just look at the make of the oven. Mm. I'm sure that the old, the guys who own the house as well and owned the oven before, because it's all built in, isn't it? Yeah. In the bottom drawer, there's like random bulbs. Yeah, in yeah. Oven bulbs. Oh, one of them will be an mm. oven bulb. Have you managed to get it out first? No, no, sure. I'm not even checking. Because look, the, the thing is, the way I look at it is, it's still cooking my food. It is. It's not that big. It's just a deal. in the dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the dark. Mm. But I should really get it sorted. Yeah, I have something similar happened with the fridge light that stopped working, but it was still keeping the fridge the food cold. Yeah. So I thought, yeah. well, why do I need that? Yeah. I can still see what I'm just not like I'm like blindly like <laughs> exactly yeah pulling things out of the fridge. Yeah. You know the fridge lights, and this that often intrigued me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know I know gonna gonna go, go and say it. Yeah, yeah. When I close the fridge, we just assume the light is gone off. Yeah, has it? Has it? Yeah. And we've uh, all done it. Has anybody yeah. checked that Check. ever? But I always like shut the door, but like I shut it, and my head's pressed up right towards <laughs> it to see if you're gonna go off. Yeah. I can't tell if you're gonna go off. That light is laughing at you yeah. because it knows that. There is a point where he won't be able to see me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go off. I'm sure that ball yeah, gave but... me a little finger as, yeah. as I was close to the <laughs> Seriously, that's only a cartoon version we're yeah. talking about. You can actually test it, can't you? But all you have to do is there's this on the side of the door, there's a plunger there, yeah. which is a switch. So if you put your fingers in and press it, and it should go off. It should go off, mm. So yeah. then you know that it's But even then, even yeah. then, yes, even I then you just don't know mm. if it catches right yeah. or if it's going to go off. Why don't you put a f- mobile in there and record it. And record it. I can record inside my fridge. After Ghostbusters, I just don't know what goes on inside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's two things always intriguing. That one and the other one is the cows in a field. Yeah. Yeah. Um, often when you drive past any country lane, a, you know, excluded area, and the cows are, you know, sort of uh, doing uh, their thing. E- eating the grass away as they merrily. But I often think that's not the case. When there's nobody, they, they actually stop eating. Yeah. And they stand around and talk to and each talk. other. Yeah. Because that's the normal thing that anybody would do. Yeah. Not body, but any living thing would do. Get so get it's it's thing, oh, those it? humans are coming again. Yeah. yeah. I think that about my cats as well. When I think they're sitting down having a chat. Mm. And then when they see me, they go, oh, that guy's coming. We better like, lick our asses again. <laughs> <laughs> be your cattish. Yeah, be your yeah. cattish, yeah. Got nothing to do with technology, more to do with paranoia, but thanks for sharing that. That's another yeah. topic we'll need to cover one day. That's paranoia, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why do things break? I thought I'd just say that with a bit of desperation in my <laughs> yeah. voice. Something broken in your why, life. Why do they it? break? It's overuse, neglect, underuse, oh, inappropriate use. use. <clears throat> all of the above, really. Yeah, all of the above. Yeah. 
I can't think of any times inappropriate use has caused something to break. I'm sure I can. Oh, inappropriate use, yeah. absolutely. Mm. Yeah, there's got to, it's, it's got to be my lawn mower. My lawn mower to. Um, yeah, you're still using it to mow your lawn. No, I'm using it to <laughs> mow weeds which are on the patio. Right. Okay. Now that's not a done thing, yeah. is it? No. Really? If it's going to break, your blade will. Yes. Yeah. 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 The one that you gave me that is very um, susceptible to that, isn't it? Because it's a plastic blade. Yeah. And as soon as it touches something which is a bit hard, like a stone or a stone, I have uh, chippings in my front lawn, <clears> and if it gets one of the chipping, uh, it just it makes horrendous noise. It does. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. letting you know, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah. That you shouldn't be doing that because it, it goes off balance. There are two blades. Yeah. Yeah. And if one of them breaks, the other one is out of balance, and it just goes crazy. Mm-hmm. It makes some horrendous noise. And probably yeah. chews up your garden as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, I've I. Uh, what's the what's the term that you use when you're not using it correctly? Inappropriate use. Inappropriate use, yeah. yeah. I've done that with hoovers as well. Yeah. I remember there was once where I was hoovering my car. <laughs> the people ask me why I don't hoover my car. Yeah. It's because that one time that I did it, I sucked up something that just destroyed that hoover. Mm, yeah. I think it was a pen. I sucked up a pen. And you know that point of no return when something you can see something going up into the hoover, yeah. but you can't grab it in time. Mm. Whether like it's a sock, whether it's a pen whether it's one of the cats. You can just see it like kind of going up the tube. <coughs> and you're like, ah. And then you can't let go of it fast enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it gets sucked up. Yeah. And it knackers it. It knackers it. Now, the pen in particular was really bad because it got jammed in a point where, you know when you can take your hoover apart and stuff and take little bits mm-hmm. out? I couldn't take this out. And when I did take it out or pull it, I broke it. Yeah. And all the ink leaked inside it. Ugh. So it really destroyed my hoover. And I was like, yeah. for God's sake. Yeah. So instead of ensuring that I'd cleared out the area before I hoover something I just never hoover my car anymore and get someone professional to do it go to these car washes they've got massive uh, hoses haven't they yeah they, they, you can do, just suck they can be up. like rocks in there and all sorts yeah. like a football they're not very up. powerful though, I find those hoovers I think the, your, your power is compromised by the fact that there's got really? such a wide aperture on the yeah. on the hose mm. Do you know, often there are bits as well, we're talking about why things break and don't mm. work. Uh, if you read instruction properly, certain things can't work properly under extreme pressures, uh, no, sorry, temperatures. Ah. Yeah. Uh, heat as well, either mm-hmm. too cold or too hot. Yeah. And yeah. We, you just, in this country, you take it for granted. You never will say, oh, I can't use my mobile because it's too hot. Or, yeah. yeah. This yeah. thing happens in life of uh, mm. India and Pakistan. Somebody was telling me the other day that they, when they ring uh, in Pakistan, and all of a sudden, the the, the conversation stops. And it's because it's, sh- it, it's apparently too hot. There are phones are designed to shut off at a certain. And when you're talking, would you believe? Or certainly, if it's a video call, uh, the phone does get hot. Yeah, because the battery. Yes, yeah, you the battery. Yeah. And they just all of a sudden, mid conversation, the phone is just switched up. Mm. I've had that in this country where I've left my phone in the car or something like that in the winter. And or I've been on a long journey and I've been driving and it's cold. Yeah. And the battery's gone right down. Mm-hmm. It drains the battery when the temperature is really low. I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed that before. And yeah. damp. My iPod stopped working in Spain because it was very muggy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing you... that I can attribute it to. Yeah, I've had that. Because as soon as I got back to the hotel room, nice air conditioner started working again. That's really interesting. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't that you point. were listening to sad songs that the, the mm-hmm. iPod was crying actually. Yeah. See, that could be, yeah. Maybe you just didn't like your taste of music. Celine Dion. It's all right like, for like the 10 years that I've had it. My, uh, That's another thing. What piece of technology have you got that you've had for ages and you're going to be absolutely devastated that when it breaks? Nothing now. Well, yeah. I would say my iPod. I've had that for a good 
eight, eight, eight years, I think. That's a long life, that's isn't it, for an iPod? Li- what, yeah, as in your yeah. iPod Nano? Yeah, my iPod Nano, yeah. So that's that's not going anywhere, though, is it, I don't think? No. Have you got a backup off the music? No. Get a backup, mate. How do you back up our songs from from an iPod back onto a computer? I downloaded this software where you can do it. I'm yeah. thinking knack is your iPod, though. Yeah. Somebody's phone keeps on going off. Ghost in the Machine. Not, not no. Oh, why do you hear the buzz? I can hear the buzz, yeah. Ah, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Underuse. Anything that you have that you've never used and then when you finally come to use it, the parts have just seized up. I think I had a drill once that I never used and it just rusted. I think it was a drill <laughs> Dad bought me for Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's sad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's that, why I never got to use that drill. Yeah, but it's sad for the actual product that was made. It was like really yeah. excited about being used and then it's just left under the stairs mm-hmm. and in the cellar. That's quite sad. Yeah, it's the you know your birth unfulfilled. Unfulfilled, yeah. 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 I mean, imagine if that happened to a human. That'd mm. be really sad, wouldn't it? Yeah. Slow cooker, I'd say for us, but we've started using the slow cooker now, and it's working all right. So it's all right. It's happy now, isn't it? Yeah. Slow cooking away. Yeah, but there are some uh, products that you just use them because for that reason you feel sorry for them. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody gave me a steamer once. As a present. Sorry about <laughs> that. Yeah. It wasn't you. Uh, I never used it. Do you not? No. Did you give it to something? Did you gift it, re-gift it? I uh, uh, tried selling it on uh, uh, Gumtree, but mm-hmm. I don't think anybody was interested in that. I don't know what happened to it. I think it's still in the garage. Yeah. So if you ever want to steam it to steam vegetables. I oh, I thought you meant like a wallpaper steamer, because no, I would have no. taken that off you, definitely. No, 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 no. Maybe you can use it to steam your wallpaper in appropriate use. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Find another use for it. Yeah, okay. mm. we, I've noticed that this conversation, we're starting to empathise more with our machines now. Yeah, and that's kind of where I was going. Ghost in the machine, I think, is a term where it's a sense of paranoia where everything is breaking. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, you had a problem with the boot and then your mobile wouldn't work. Yeah. I honestly do believe that there is some kind of Connection. supernatural manifestation that moves from <laughs> machine to machine, breaking things. Have you ever noticed when things break, they either comes in threes or fours, and then you'll have a period yeah. where nothing breaks? Yeah. Yeah, but I also think there is some logic to that, and I noticed this with my light bulbs. Yeah. And the reason is because I, when I, when my light bulb went, the next light bulb will go, and then my light bulb upstairs would go, and then I thought back to it because I was like really mardy about this because light bulbs aren't cheap. Mm. And then I thought about it and I go, hang on, I did a giant light bulb shop about three years ago. Yeah. And what it is is you tend to buy these bits of equipment like you buy your toaster with your kettle usually because you're buying the set that's right and so they all have a similar shelf life yeah yeah and so right. that's why they die yeah not your yeah. bloody ghost thing what's wrong with you you don't really think that do you yeah, yeah but what about things where you haven't bought them at the same time i i always think why am i always repairing stuff or why are things always breaking it's yeah because well, you're a cheap steak you, <laughs> you don't buy decent stuff to start yeah, with but when like you buy the 360 days of the year eight fine, years that you had the iPad for eight years how many people in, in <laughs> yeah, today's society would have that what, I, what I'll have to look out for is when my iPod eventually does die it's whether something else, something else dies it's something else is eight years old yeah, yeah. it's like my car yeah. breaks yeah but it's a valid point though longevity on these things I just remembered that have you got something which never breaks, ever breaks? Now I'm going to jinx this. That's another thing. Isn't it? That's another mm. thing that you can jinx. Mm. I think we've when we've uh, moved into this house and decorated house or bathroom. I think that was about 15 years ago now. Can you remember the bathroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fitted a fan. Yeah, the fan. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it has been running. It's a it's a ceiling fan. 
it just sucks the air from there and then there's another fan in the in the, the pipework it's a, it's not a fan that you put in a window or a wall yeah it's got other parts to it and then it vents everything out but it's if that breaks it's it's, it's going to be a big job because it's a little space there yeah but that has a touch good uh, has lasted all this time oh brilliant the only time it stopped working would you believe uh, your mum tried to clean the grills uh, up there yeah uh, because it all flopped up so it it was running yeah. and it comes on with the light so your mum tried to hoover that thing up and what happened when she was hoovering there was a an um, opposite force to the fan so it just blew the fuel but that that's the only thing that ever went wrong mm. you fan man this is silent hero isn't it it's the one that no one sings praises about I'm silent yeah. hero he's just quietly getting on with this job fans and hoovers aren't a good combination I used a fan. I used a Hoover to suck the dirt out of my computer. The knack of the fan. Really? The power is just too much. Ah. You're not meant to suck the dirt out. You're meant to pss, blow the dirt. Blow the dirt. Ah. Out. Yeah. yeah. So never use a vacuum cleaner on your laptop. No, I use yeah, a vacuum a cleaner one. for everything. Though yeah. I do. Hmm. Like my table has grooves in it, and the media's always dropping glitter in yeah, there. Yeah. So I like bust out the Hoover there and like suck it up. Oh well, just have a read of what the ghost in the machine actually means. Come on then. The ghost in the machine means the consciousness or mind carried in a physical entity. Sure. Gilbert Ryle coined the term in his 1949 work, The Concept of Mind, as a criticism of René Descartes' The Idiom Ghost in the Machine is a metaphor which is a comparison that is made figuratively. So it's got nothing to do with technology, has it? No. But it's basically saying that, like, couldn't that be applied to what I've been yeah. saying? Yeah, there's a conscious. Yeah, especially the last bit where you said mm. that you think that there's this giant conspiracy. Yeah, it's similar to what we were saying with the fridge, laughing at us. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of that. I think. Mm. Yeah. Stupid fridge. Yeah. So that, that's it. And so we've discussed when things break, mm. and what we do about it. And more and more, it's the case now where we just don't do anything. No, these, oh, these, re- these repair shops are, are a thing of the past. Yeah. yeah. TV repair shops. There is still, I think there is still a vacuum repair shop in Derby City Centre. There's yeah. got to be a vacuum because you can spend some decent money on a vacuum. Yeah. Can I tell, tell you something, though, which is not quite right what you just said that. Mm. You're quite right. There are no repair shops here in this country now. But at a greater scheme of things, people are out there, companies, large companies, in fact, yeah. there's a company called Waste Care. Uh, they collect uh, electronic equipment. Mm. Right. And they repair as much as they can, and then they sell it after third world. Yeah, so brilliant. this thing's happening, and I'm absolutely amazed what they do, because we use them to get rid of our electrical, electronic Mm. Um, waste the computer and so on and so yeah. forth and they are they claim to be recycling 98 99% of the stuff that they you give them that's good mm. isn't it so it's a giant workshop yeah uh, lots of technicians are working on various things Put, mm. taking stuff apart taking trying to repair, repair it, it. They, put it they, in they, different recycling uh, they interchange the parts from one machine to another mm. that's good and when the product comes out, it does look like... I was amazed. There, there was some washing machine, old washing machines, probably about 15 years old, and it has been overhauled and renewed. And when you look at it, you think, oh, it's really nearly brand new. You know when you see something and it says reconditioned, certified reconditioned? Yes. Is that what that That's is? That's what it is, yeah. Right. It okay. is like they can't sell it as new. It yeah. is reconditioned, yeah. Yeah. But they basically made a new product from mm, all of these old parts yeah. and stuff. 
and it'll work as new. Won't it'll it? work as new. Wow, that's pretty cool. I think it's important, especially for like mobiles and uh, laptops, tablets, yes. to recycle them because yeah. they've got like a, f- a precious metals in them, haven't they? Or somewhere they're worried that the mining of these metals is they're they're running out of these uh, things, yeah, some nickel there. and cadmium and stuff. It like was that. quite interesting because I visited this site uh, a couple of years ago. Where is it? It's in Leeds, right? Yeah. Um, North Norm- North. South Normanton, actually. Anyway, mm. so I went to the uh, firm and there's bays of this and the other. And one place they took me, so secure, you can't get there. You have to be, somebody has to come. It's a wise this. They said there was a bucket full of gold there. And these are the bits they're taken out mm. of the mobile. L- literally. Whoa. Yeah. And that bucket was worth probably about, I don't know, 5,000 pounds, 6,000 pounds. Mm. Oh, my God. In gold. It was just there. And where was that gold from? It comes out of the um, uh, electronics of mobile. Yeah. There is probably gold in your phone. God, probably not in your I'm phone. not sure about the modern ones because they did say it, it's the older versions they have that. Right. The technology is moved on. Yeah. You would do. You try and find them in terms of gold. Wouldn't you? Thanks well, for telling us that, Dad. But you know, like you've got visions of like scrap metal, any old iron. In the future, you think any old laptops, any old mobiles. Isn't well, it? it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all parts, isn't it? Yeah. And recycling is so huge mm. now. There's a funny story. A couple of weeks ago, I went to the tip uh, to throw some rubbish away. And there was a gentleman there. He brought some uh, mobiles, a box full of mobiles. And he was putting them in the skip there. And uh, I said, what are you doing? said, you can sell these, you, you you can't throw them. Don't throw them. He said, really? Uh, and by that time, I said, oh, if you don't want them, I'll take them. By that time, mm-hmm. the guy who's around there looking at these things, people, he said, you can't do that. Once it's gone in the skip, you can't take it out. Really? That's the council rule. But I, that guy said, oh, no, I've changed my mind. I'm, I'm going to take them back. So the guy actually took them back, but he wouldn't let me have it. The The council guy wouldn't let me have them. Right, well, the yeah, guy by that time realized perhaps there is something. He said, mm, no, I'll take them back. Then, yeah. So he, he collected them back again out of the skip. But the guy was very upset, the, who runs the show there. Well, he's a bit of a going around checking thing. Yeah, yeah, job. Job. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so he, he looked at me, Daggers. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know why? Yeah, because he, he was going to be able reclaim that for himself. Yeah. Oh, bloody yeah. hell. Yeah. Mm. Good of you, Dad. I don't, like I had, you had me on point until you said that, well, if you're not going to take it, well, I'm going to take it. Well, uh, that's what my intention mm. was. And yeah. if he's mm. throwing it, I'll take them away. Well, yeah. I have got a drawer full of old uh, phones, though. I've have got you? some old phones. Well, I saw that. I just thought you were some sort of drug dealer or something like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> None of them work, but it doesn't matter. Don't say it. I'm collecting those. Mm. Oh, that collector guy. Oh, hoarder, yeah. Oh, I've got a handful somewhere. Sure. Don't throw them away, okay? Let All right, Dad, God. <clears throat> I didn't know that you were this weird about like collecting mobile phones. Right. On right. that note, I think we're done. Yeah. Please, uh, feedback, and if you've got any stories about things that uh, you try to fix or things that go wrong, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to hear that. Talking about feedback, can I just uh, uh, mention something? Well, I just remember this is just uh, thanks to somebody. Wendy Turner, a lady who follows us on the Twitter, and she's always sending some ideas, and uh, this is about the feedback, and she suggested that we should um, talk about sleep. Oh yeah, I remember um, that actually, yeah. And I have tweeted back to say we will pick that up on one of these days, mm-hmm. so um, don't worry Wendy, we've got it and noted, and we will pick it up, 
one of these days. But thank you very much for thank listening. Thank you for yeah. your feedback. Keep sending us uh, those feedback. Yeah, you've sending us uh, suggestions Suggestion, for podcast yeah. topics. And we got some really nice feedback about Rosa as well, which I, I was really pleased about. The, um, I think it was a regular listener. Is it Sam? Yeah, Sam Raka. That's it, yeah. Yes. Thanks, and uh, because she said that that was the funniest one last week, which is really good, seeing mm. as it was Rosa's first one. Yeah. first one. So we will have him back on a couple more if he wants to come on it. It'd be great. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast and that can only be done through uh, reviews. So if you guys could review us, five-star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Bassett Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.